Hi, this is Christina Black with Enchanted Rose Photography. If you're like me, you're usually behind the camera instead of in front of it. This vacation, let me help you capture your memories. We offer different packages to fit anyone's needs. Find me at www.enchantedrosephotography.com and book your session today. Hi everyone and welcome to the Dub Dub Review. I'm Stacy Nyman and I'm joined tonight by one of my lovely co-hosts. Well, they're both lovely, but only one of them is here, and that's Chris Malik. How are you, Chris? I'm doing well. I'm I'm quite lovely, thank you. Pete's Excellent. Gonna, Pete's gonna like that. That's for sure. When he hears, I, he's <laughs> you are very lovely. All everybody's lovely and wonderful and happy. Um, Pete can't join us tonight, but we are joined by another lovely guest. We have Jennifer Bachman. How are you doing, Jen? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for joining us. Jen is here to talk about an epic family vacation that she recently took to Disneyland and tourists did a little bit around California. So we're really excited to hear all about that today first off jen i want to compliment you your family pictures i don't know why mine turn out the way they do where we can't get the camera to focus on (laughs) kids are looking in every direction and their eyes are closed and we never seem to smile like we're gargoyles i don't know but your family (laughs) pictures are always so adorable so i don't know if you you practice or something but you guys do a great job yeah, they're I, the cutest family. And Aww. and Jen's the cutest too with her little dimples too. So Thank are you we guys. making you feel awkward? <laughs> it's a no, dick that got I mean, awkward. You can't see me blushing, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> the trick is I take like forty pictures in a uh-huh. row and then you only see one of them on Facebook. So <laughs> the thirty nine probably we all look like gargoyles. Oh yeah. rapid fire shotgun right there, right? And then you yeah. hope one comes out. Very good. That's right. Okay. For me it's like, okay, I just take one. And then I look at it like, that's bad. I got to do it again. Like, I don't realize my phone could do that. I, I, I still default back to Polaroid Instamatic camera, man. So, okay. Very good. Oh, So, what are we going to talk about today? So, we are going to talk about, um, like you said, we had an epic family vacation to Disneyland and got to see a little bit of California. Um, and we had been wanting to go to Disneyland for a while, but we are annual pass holders at Disney World. So it was really hard for us to ever justify doing Disneyland when we had the free tickets, essentially, for the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just so happened that um, we had bought our annual passes a little staggered. So both my husband and son, their, their pass expired over the summer. And I was the only one with a valid pass. And we just kind of thought, like, this is the time to do it before we all renew. So we were able to make it happen. Okay. So, uh, Stacy, you are a driver. Jen, are you a driver? Are you a flyer? How'd you get there? Oh, I am not a driver to California. <laughs> no way. I kind of set that one up. I kind of knew the answer for that one. <laughs> okay. So where do you fly out of? So we fly out of Nashville. We live uh, just 
in the suburbs of Nashville. Okay. And we flew into LAX for this trip. And what was the carrier? Who'd you fly? Uh, This time we flew American Airlines. Okay. Good? Bad? Yes? Nay? What what, what do you got? Uh, Yeah. So I, I am not, like, I'm agnostic typically when it comes to airfare or airlines, but they had the best price so we went with them and it was i found myself saying you know what never again with the kids oh um we did not have a great experience it kind of started at the airport they made us check our stroller which we had planned to use to contain our two-year-old so um we had some fun with her running around the nashville airport at an hour past her bedtime Mm -hmm. um and then we we sat on the tarmac for quite a while um, but we got there and it was great cause I was getting a little grumpy and my eight year old kept saying, mom, we're, we're going to have a really great time. We just need to be positive. So it was great to have him oh. like the little Jiminy cricket in my ear. The whole yeah, time. that's great. Everyone who has like taken a trip with an, an infant or like even up to like two and three years old, the most stressful part of that trip is thinking, Oh, please behave at the airport and on the airplane. Please mm-hmm. behave on the airplane. Because you're trying to be like a good passenger and you're trying to make sure everyone around you is also experiencing something like like a nice trip. You don't want to be like the mom and like no shaming and no judgment on like when a kid has a bad day. But it's like such like a I was never concerned about my kid's mood at Walt Disney World, but that two and a half hour flight on the Southwest Airlines plane, I was like, oh, God, I'm so nervous. Oh, please behave. Please behave. Please don't throw up. Please use the bathroom <laughs> respectably. You know, those, those are the Yeah, it, it's definitely stressful. Um, I did find American tends to put all the families, like, in the back of the plane. So, thankfully, my kids were angels and total rock stars the whole time, both ways. Um, but we were surrounded by other people's crying kids the whole time. So, mm. it would have been fine either way. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. Okay. So... Uh, did you fly? We're going to jump really quickly to the end. Did you fly the same carrier back or did you fly a different carrier? Yep, we flew the same carrier. And actually, the trip back was much smoother. And um, we actually <laughs> took a red eye flight, which I kept saying was going to be the greatest idea I had or the worst. Um, <laughs> I, I did it thinking that the kids would just fall asleep and then we wouldn't have to worry the whole plane ride. And that was mostly true. Um, however, we didn't think about how exhausted we would actually be when mm. we got back to Nashville oh. at 5.30 in the morning. Okay, okay, that would make sense. Um, Stacy. it sounds like us, most of our show ideas. This could be the greatest show we've ever had. Yes. Or <laughs> it could be a train wreck as well, too. So, yeah, we know those things. So, All right. Yeah, and who, who was in your traveling party for this, for this trip? So it was uh, just our immediate family. It was my husband, Joe, and my son, Brady, who I kind of hesitated before when I said his age, because he was eight at the time of the trip. He's just turned nine. Ah. And um, Isla, who is two years old, and she is very two, if you guys know what I mean by that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm going to interrupt you. Joe, power to the dads. You got dad support right here. Just so you know, brother. All right. Just I'm just going to just going to call it out right now. Okay. Keep on going. I'm that sorry. was strange. He told me to Jen, tell you, you have guys mom support. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what did he say, Jen? I, when I told him I was coming up here to, to call you guys, he said, okay, tell them I said hi. Aw. <laughs> All right. 
So where, did you stay on property, off property, or, or, or how'd you, first off, how'd you get there from, from LEX? Because LEX is not the closest to the Disneyland Resort hotels. It's obviously, yes. there, there are closer airports. So what did yeah, you Yeah, so we, we rented a car and, um, our, you know, our whole first travel day was like just bumpy. So we rented a car from National, and I, I travel a lot for business, and I have a certain status with them, and I always just rent, like, a intermediate car and then go there, and I could just pick my own car out of the lot, and I always get an SUV. Like, it's never not worked out. But, of course, this time, because we got in so late, we get to the garage, and there's, like, I don't know, 10 cars, and they're all, like, pretty much compact. And we got mm. three full suitcases and a stroller. Um, so what we learned was if you are really good at Tetris, you might be able to fit into a Chevy Malibu because that's what we had to do. Oh, wow. Oh, no. And Chevy Malibu, that's considered like intermediate, Jen? I, I don't even know. Um, it, there was like nobody up there to even help us. We're <laughs> just just like, t- what, like, we just got to go. <laughs> okay. Any car that was available, you took. I got you. That's right. Okay. What, what time were you in at the airport? What was the arrival time? So we got in, I think, right about midnight, and LAX just took forever to get out of. Gotcha. Based on like the size of the airport, or just like just where the plane hits the tarmac, or or, or why? I, I've only um, flown to LAX once, and that was a Las Vegas trip. So, it, um, yeah, describe. Yeah, it it took a little while to get our luggage, and then. The situation with the rental cars there, you have to walk a good bit from where we got our luggage to the rental car shuttles. And we waited probably a good half hour to get on the shuttle. And then the shuttle ride is like another 15 minutes to the rental car. So it it was getting pretty late. Mm, Okay. And you stayed close by? Where'd you stay? Yeah, so we stayed um, really almost right across the street from Disneyland at the Fairfield Inn, okay. um, and it's right on South Harbor Boulevard. Okay. Did you investigate the Disney hotels, or what made your decision to go there? Yeah, I did. Um, I would have loved to have stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, but the price point was just too high for us to justify. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I had actually stayed at the Fairfield last year. I did a solo, like, overnight trip to Disneyland as an add-on to one of my business trips. And I had a good experience, and I knew it was super close to the park. And we had originally booked at a Spring Hill Suites that was, I I think, probably a little further away, but the room was bigger. And I was just playing around before we had um, booked the airfare and and found a deal at the Fairfield that I couldn't pass up. We paid probably just over a hundred dollars a night so we went up there you know it's stacy i'm doing the same thing i know when you guys stayed you stayed off site as well too at the embassy suites right or the homewood suites Uh, we were at homewood i believe for a few days and we were at grand californian for a few days okay so i investigated the same thing like jen and i had amy do some pricing for me and the disneyland resort was 543 dollars a night that didn't include like the tax. So I'm like, yeah, this is going to be fun. But like, I don't know if I could just, I mean, that's a lot of cash. So I found yeah. the best Western Stovalls Inn, which is right. I mean, it's, it's right 
on a map, it, it, it's within walking distance, obviously. And with tax, it's $170 a night and includes breakfast. So even, like, I really wanted to stay at the Disneyland Resort like you, Chen, but I was like, mm-hmm. that's a big difference. 170 170 170 or 543 plus tax times three. Like, like I can do the math pretty quickly on that one. That's a, yeah. it's a lot of souvenirs and park tickets for free for just staying slightly off-site. And the Grand yeah. Californian, even though we have DVC points, you've got to reserve that. You know, at least right. if, if best if it's your home resort, or at least seven months in advance, because like, well, and it's such high points yeah. too. So, I mean, we wiped out two years of points for two nights, or yeah. I'm sorry, for, for four nights, two years of points. So, it's you know, it's a it's a big investment. You have to kind of really think through that. Mm-hmm. But um, Scott and I were just talking about offsite, onsite. We really love staying at the Grand Californian, obviously, but we probably would not do it again unless it was just a special really special time that we were doing or whatever Mm -hmm. but the the breakfast at the homewood suites was like so amazing to be able to just get up and have free (laughs) breakfast that's a big plus there you know to be able to have a a meal taken care of um that you can kind of just use that time we really enjoyed that time in the mornings just to kind of get ready for the day it was like a time where we weren't rushing Mm -hmm. to to go do something so um, that was actually a really good plus for those offsite hotels if they if they have that breakfast. So so a good tip would be like Jen's staying for eight nights, right? You you stayed for um, for more than a week, right? That's right. Okay, so we're staying for only three nights. So before you make your hotel reservation, and even in your heart, you may want to stay at the Disneyland or the Grand Californian. Think how long am I going to actually be staying at this? Now, I know you're like, well, it might be a once-in-a-lifetime trip, and it very well could be. But if you're only staying for a weekend or slightly longer, like, we're not wealthy. We, we This came from free Southwest points, and that's why we're flying into LAX, or we'd fly into John Wayne International. Um, we're going to sleep there. We're going to shower there and, and use the bathroom. But other than that, we're going to be at Disneyland in Grand California. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, California Adventure. So when you factor all those things in, think about how long you're going to spend at the hotel. And breakfast, Stacy, is huge. Are you going to, I mean, that's an extra $60, $70 to pop right. somewhere else for food. It could just be muffins. It could be oatmeal. But does it get me to, like, lunch? That's the most important thing is it gets me to lunch. So think about that logistically is how long you're going to be standing there. If you're spending, like, eight or nine nights, that just could be out of your price range. That's like a Disney Cruise price there at that point, you know, so... Yeah, and, and I mean, stay. And I know it's been said so many times, but staying off site at Disneyland is a completely different situation than staying off site at Disney World. So, for anybody who hasn't been to Disneyland before, I was skeptical. I was like, "How? It, it has to be pretty much the same." It's really not. It's it's completely different. Staying off site mm-hmm. is completely fine mm-hmm. at Disneyland. It's you do not lose the magic. I found that the hotels around there still had little touches of Disney and things like that. And you're so close that you feel like you're on site. Um, so don't be don't be afraid to explore those options. So Jen, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Part. I apologize. No, you're fine. Um, that's a great point, though, Stacey. They did have little touches of Disney in our hotel. Um, our son found some hidden Mickeys in the art in their room, and he was all excited about that. And then I was just going to say, it was it was a seven-minute walk for us, and our hotel didn't have free breakfast, 
but the Fairfield is right behind the Panera. And so what oh. we wound up doing, like, basically every morning is doing a mobile order um, to the Panera and then just running it in the door and picking it up on our way to the park. So it worked out perfect. That's smart. Yeah. Your son is aware, and he was probably already thinking of attractions he wants to go on. At your daughter's age, did she have, like, awareness? Is she, like, excited to see the princesses or the carousel or, like, like I'm trying to imagine, like, a two-year-old, because that's, that, that's pretty brave to bring a two-year-old all across the country right there. So what was the expectation level for your kids? Yeah, um, so my son was really excited to see Disneyland. He's done Disney World a bunch of times, and he loves it. But he's like, Mom, I'm ready for something new. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he was really excited about the Matterhorn, and I'm not sure why. Um, but that, that was the ride he kept talking up. And he's not he's not a thrill ride kid overall. It took us years to get him on Space Mountain. And he still, to this day, will not ride Rock and Roller Coaster or do Terror Terror or anything like that level. Um, but he was super into the Matterhorn. And then my daughter, there's what I will call a, a pre-Disneyland phase of her life and a post-Disneyland. So the pre-Disneyland, she was pretty much just excited. She knew she was going to see Minnie and see Anna. Um, she's more excited about Anna than Elsa, but Anna was the, the big draw there. And now, since we've been home, every day she looks at me and says, I want to go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And then tells me about all the rides that she wants to ride at Disneyland. Oh, man. That's yes. awesome. You, you did it. it. You, one trip to convert them, right? One trip. I know. <laughs> That's what, same thing with Britta, since we got back this summer, all, pretty much every day. I just can't wait until we can go back to Disneyland again. That was just so much fun. I really like Disney World, but Disneyland was really great. I'm like, man, kid, you are so spoiled that you have a preference at five years old of those two places. (laughs) So you spent now eight days. How many days were at Disney? How many days were away? Because I was following and I saw other pictures as well, too. Yep. So we did um, three days not at Disneyland and then four days where we had actual park tickets and then one day where we just had the uh, Halloween party ticket, so that Oogie Boogie Bash. Okay. Four days, you said. Were, were they evenly divided up between California Adventure and Disneyland, or how do they get divided up? Yep, so they were a little bit of a mix. Um, I initially, and I, you know, Chris, I know you know this about me. Um, I don't know if other people do, but I am a planner, and I am I am a planner and replanner. and okay, but what's my plan B and C? And I I enjoy the planning almost as much as I enjoy the trip. Um, so I was going into it like, we're doing Disneyland first because that's the classic park. And my husband and my kids had never even been to California, let alone Disneyland. I'm like, oh, you got to see it. You know, it's Walt's Park. And then I made like a, a game time decision that morning that we were going to do California Adventure first because uh, several nights we were there, California Adventure was closing early for the Halloween party. So... I wouldn't say it was, I, I guess it probably worked out to be fairly evenly split up, but it wasn't like one day here, one day here. We bounced around a whole lot. Okay. And, and you know, I kind of resent that in a way. I, I'm a planner. I, I got spreadsheets and st- <laughs> Yeah, stuff. right. That's why I got Amy Van Swole <laughs> in my life. That's why I got Amy. You have Excel on your computer maybe, <laughs> but I don't know if you have anything on I know it. what a spreadsheet looks like. <laughs> uh-huh. 
All right. Um, so instead of day by day, tell us like the first day, what park, give us a highlight and like give us a low light or like what really captured you on the first day? What park was it? Uh, so actually our first day of our trip was not a park day. And I'm glad we did it that way because we knew we were going to be tired. Um, and we're in central time normally. So even just the time zone change. Um, but we had like the best first day, especially considering it was not at a park. We went to the Discovery Cube, which is in Santa Ana, with maybe maybe a 10-minute drive from the Disneyland area. And it is the coolest children's science museum I've ever been to. Um, we spent four hours there and didn't even see any, everything there was to see. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was great. And, like, entertained my two-year-old as equally as it did my eight-year-old. You, you know what, though? And then, good. That's genius, though, because you know you're going to be exhausted. You're getting in at midnight. You probably get to your hotel by 1. All right, kids, mm-hmm. 8 o'clock. Let's get up and roll for 12 hours. Like, that would be disastrous. That was that was yeah. genius. Okay. So we, we did that, and we met up with some friends of ours um, that actually um, one of our friends works for Disney. So... My my friend and her husband, they met up with us with their kids, and that was great. And then we walked over uh, – actually, we drove back to Disney Springs. See? I did it. I knew I was going to do it, Chris. Downtown <laughs> Disney? I, I, downtown Disney? Yeah, okay. Downtown very, Disney. We, yep. we, we're, we're a very forgiving group here. We just accepted <laughs> it and moved forward. Very good. Yep. Um, so we, we went over to downtown Disney, and lucky for us, Isla fell asleep. So we were able to go in the world of Disney without buying the whole store. And um, we got to spend some time at Black Tap as well with those awesome milkshakes they have over there. So we overall had a really great day Fun. and then got to be in bed at a decent hour for our first park day. That's a good, good day. Stacy, did you hear how she had a good day because Isla fell asleep? She was like, uh-huh. Isla fell I, asleep, I so we had a really good day. empathize with that. <laughs> We had we had a good day because we did not have to buy everything frozen in the Disney store. Yes. Well, the first time I walked into the California World of Disney, and I know it's wrong factually now that I've checked it out, but to me it felt like it was the biggest like World of Disney store of all time. It's like like the length. It's like a giant rectangle, and it runs alongside the promenade, and it's like five city blocks. It's not. It's an exaggeration. But doesn't it feel like it's the longest store ever in the history of it- right? Yeah, it does. I Is it not bigger than the one in Disney Springs? I, I thought the Disney Springs one was bigger. Actually, I had a conversation with Peter on that, and he pulled up some stats somewhere. I think it was peterponacorvo.com where he had these stats. <laughs> I don't remember exactly where it was. But quoted like square footage of the store, and I think the one in Florida, at least at that point, was bigger. Um, oh, okay. I don't know if it's changed now with the redesign, but it's, it's, it feels like, like a cavern. So it's enormous. So anyways, all right. Day two, park day? Park day one. Okay. Where are we at? Yes. So we started at California Adventure. Okay. Um, we did every ride in California Adventure except for three of them. Wow. And they were? Cal- uh, we did not. California did Screaming? Not, uh, I'm sorry? California Screaming or, or the Incredicoaster? No, I definitely rode that. That's my favorite ride. Oh, okay. I thought you were going the opposite direction. Which ones didn't you yeah. do? We didn't do Soren, and that was really because we have a Soren in, in Disney World, um, and our, our little one can't ride it, so we didn't feel like it was worth trying to do the rider switch. Uh, we did not do 
the jumping jellyfish, which we did later, and I could have probably lived without now that I've been on it. <laughs> and then we did not do emotional, is it emotional whirlwind? Yeah, something like yeah. that, the inside out ride. Yep. And it was, we wound up riding it later on in the trip, and it was super cute, but the wait times for that were a little higher than we like to wait. That ride was in soft opening when we were there, so we um, we saw them testing it, and um, but we just never got to ride it because it never officially opened until after we had oh. left. So that was sad. Okay, <laughs> I af- was sadness. After Very experiencing that park, Jen, give me your top three family attractions. Not by you, but like, what did the family really love? The top three of them. I I think we all loved everything in Cars Land. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's probably my favorite land in all of Disney parks. And the kids just were, we're not even a huge cars family, mm-hmm. um, but they were just going crazy for a cars land. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we had a good time on, on Grizzly peak. Okay. Um, mostly cause my son and I got completely soaked <laughs> after he had ridden it with my husband. And he was like, Oh mom, you barely get wet. And then we just got <laughs> dumped on. So he thought that was just hilarious. Okay. <laughs> And then, um, so we did the Pixar Pal Around, and we were brave and tried the swinging version, and that just kind of resulted in some hilarious video of my husband <laughs> yes. and my two-year-old not <laughs> not loving those seconds. But um, at, like looking back at it, we we speak of it fondly. Okay, if you are, this is the first time you're listening to the show. <laughs> Cars Land in California Adventure is obviously themed after the movie Cars. And the first time I saw it, we had just shown our, at that point she was five, we had shown her Cars for the first time. And I say this as a Disney fan, I've not actually seen um, Galaxy's Edge, but I will say that Cars Land is, for a Disney fan, breathtaking when you walk in. It's like jaw-dropping of how close and how well-themed it is. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. And so we fully fleshed out so many attractions and food options and just the feel of it. They they completely captured it. It was an ace when they put it out there. Yeah, and they had some really cool uh, photo ops happening there. Like with the PhotoPass photographer, they had us do one where we're all pretending to like hitchhike. And it was as... Uh, Lightning McQueen was driving down the street. Hmm. Um, oh, so that cute. came out really cute. And my my favorite thing in Cars Land is there's a traffic signal there. And from the movie, I think it's Phil Morris's The Third Blank is slower. And they actually made it like if you watch the traffic signal signal, the third blank is slower. And I just oh, like it's I never that, that minutia of the detail there that just blows me away. What what disappointed you on that day? What was a low light for you for the day? Um, well, I don't know that we had any big disappointments. We actually were able to make it to Disneyland that evening and do, um, Oga's Cantina. Okay. So, um, everything the first day, like first day in the parks, everything's like great and new and you're excited. So I don't think anything was going to bring us down that day. Okay. Did you eat? Was it just window options, quick service options, or did you have a restaurant reservation? Um, well, we had the Oga's reservation, but that's that's really more of a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't plan on eating there. But we wound up in California Adventure. We wound up walking into the Lamplight Lounge and being able to get a table. And that is fantastic. We actually went there a couple days later because we loved it so much. Oh, great tips. 
Okay, so day two, where are you at now? So day two, um, we rope drop Disneyland, and I don't even know why I'm telling you rope drop because we do it every every day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we did Disneyland that day. Okay, and first time for Joe and your kids at Disneyland, correct? Yes. Okay. What did they think? Um. So we we being the Disney nerds, we are had just so many so much excitement about like, Oh, we get to see what space mountains like here and and things like that. And then immediately when the ride would end, there'd be like this group discussion about, well, what do you like better? The one in Disney Mm -hmm. world or Disneyland? And Mm -hmm. interestingly enough, Disneyland's versions won out almost every time. Um, but there was just that excitement of, of the newness and the like, Oh, you know, it's, it's so similar feeling, but it's different and it's almost startling sometimes when you yes. <laughs> when you go to like where you think something should be and it's not there. <laughs> bizarro world. It's bizarro world. Yeah, it is. It it's is. so strange. Like you're just like, wait a minute, this feels so comfortable but so odd. Mm-hmm. But it's a cool feeling. All right, so Stacy, off the top of our heads, let's list some attractions they have duplicated over at Walt Disney World, and then Jen will tell us the ones that didn't that the Walt Disney World version is better. Okay, you right? You got got them in your head. You you I'm go gonna f- sure. You go first. All right. How about Pirates? Disneyland is better. Big Thunder. Disneyland is better. And, and and that's because of the fireworks and the explosions at the end and the theming, or why is that? Yes, it is. Okay. And, yeah, the fireworks when you're going up that tunnel. Okay. Uh, Space Mountain. I, so the one at Disney World just hurts, so I have to say Disneyland is better. <laughs> it does hurt. Uh, Splash Mountain. Uh... I'll go with Disney World on this one. Okay. Um, it's a small world. Okay. Um, I like Disney World better, but we had a lot of fun. So the one in Disneyland has characters included in it. And so we had a lot of fun trying to find those in every room. Yeah, that was what that was. Britta loved doing that. It's not the same, but the Haunted Mansions. Oh, so... It was Halloween when we went. Um, and ah. so I, it's not apples to apples because the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland is completely rethemed for Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, so I've actually never done the regular Haunted Mansion in Disneyland because now both times I've been, it's been Halloween time. Okay. Um, but I love the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. Uh, so that versus Haunted Mansion, I would do Nightmare Before Christmas, but they're, they're two different rides to me at that point. Hmm. Stacey, you got anything else? Uh, yeah, how about... I know this is... They're, they're, it's different, but it's the same, kind of. How about Indiana Jones at Disneyland versus Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom? Uh, that's, that's a close one. So I loved Indiana Jones the first time I did it, last year by myself. And then when we did it this year, I was like, that wasn't as great as I remember it. So I, I feel like Dinosaur has more rewritability to it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You guys are missing. Yep. You guys are missing one though. Oh, oh. oh. 
well, hang on. We, we might be getting to it. I, I'm still thinking of a few. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to say things like the Astro Orbiter, but it's the same. It's just positioned yeah. differently. It's at the front as opposed to on the top over at Walt That's Disney true. World. Right? And the train doesn't always run at either park, and it's not been running at Walt Disney World, so that's not an issue. How about the Tower and the Guardians? Oh, um, I love the theming of the Tower, but I I do really like what they did with the Guardians. I can I give it to both? You you can. I'm excited to try it. I was there on late checkout. I was there on the last day that the tower was open at California Adventure as the tower. So mm-hmm. I'll be really excited to go back and check out from Mission Breakout at this point. Um, Stacy, quick, we got to think about the one we're we're, oh, we're, we're missing. I, it's an I easy one, I'm sure. It has to be a big one. How about Speedway versus Autopia? Uh, so I, that was not the one I was thinking of, but, <laughs> but I liked Autopia better. Um, maybe it was just l- the less of a overwhelming gasoline scent yeah, in the area. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Jungle Cruise. Yes, that was the one. Um, I love the Jungle Cruise more than anyone probably should. My retirement plan is to be a Jungle Cruise skipper. And I like Disney World better. I agree with you. I, I like, you know what? You're right, though. The, there's not many attractions I'd pick the Walt Disney World version over the Disneyland version. And I don't know why the the, the Splash Mountain at Walt Disney World maybe because it feels like it's a longer run. Mm-hmm. But most everything else, the Pirates is not even close. The Pirates is so far superior over there. and yeah. But I like the small world over at, at Disneyland. I, it's something about being in the outside, at least just for the initial part, and like it, it makes me feel like I'm living in like a 1970s travel log from like the Wonderful World of Color or like a Walt Disney special, you know. And it, it just it, it feels historic when I go through it. But you're right. Yeah, I, the outside is really cool there. I think what for me what gives Disney World the edge is that last room where it's all the countries together, and Disneyland doesn't yeah. have that. Mm. But it's really nice. Okay. So, what about a low light on that day? Did you have anything that really disappointed you on that day? Um, we did not have a ton of low lights on that day. We rode um, Roger Rabbit's Toontown Spin, which was kind of like womp womp. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but we had we really had a great day. We did the um, breakfast at Plaza Inn, which I know Stacy you did on your trip. Yes. Did um, you like it? We did. Um, so what was funny about that is there's like, for us, there were, I think, like 10 characters. Yes. And my daughter was super selective of which ones she <laughs> would allow to approach the table. And other ones, she'd be like, no, go away, go away. And she did it to Eeyore. And like, my heart broke because he's so sad Aww. looking to begin Aww. with. And he looked so dejected. Aww. What? What? I guess I, I want to ask why. You know, why did she decide to make poor Igor sad? I She's no two. Idea. <laughs> yeah, it was it was him, um, Hook, and Rafiki that she would not let anywhere near the table. Okay, but I she was. was I get was those. your Hook was your Hook a little bit aggressive? Was I mean um, I shouldn't say your Hook was Captain Hook aggressive <laughs> to you? And no. your table, he was very aggressive. Describe with our aggressive, Stacy. <laughs> like Describe he would aggressive. just like be. He would come in when we had other characters there, and like just like, but and it was it was very entertaining. But like he would just kind of butt into the things, and he spent a lot of time in the window behind us, just like peering in, like just standing there <laughs> ominously while we were eating. And 
after a little while, like, it was just a little bit awkward, you know, like you're kind of like, okay, do we turn around and laugh again? Or do we just pretend like he's not standing right behind us? <laughs> but we were also there like right away in the morning first you know, reservation. So when the restaurant's kind of empty, they just keep on coming back to mm-hmm. your table. So oh, after a little while, we're just kind of like, hi again. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we did the opposite. We did a 1040 reservation. So uh-huh. we were one of the last people there. Um, so we did have some repeat visitors. Max, who's, I guess he's Goofy's son. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, Isla really, like, latched on to him. Oh, so good. he kept coming to see us. No one ever, Stacy, has ever had, like, the awkward experience of having to tell a cast, a, 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 like, like, a costume character, would you just leave us alone already? Would yeah, you, no. <laughs> Would you stop? <laughs> poor, poor Hook. Oh, Doing his I best know. to sell his Hook ways on that day in Stacy's He's probably crushing. trying to steal my kids or something to, uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, so <laughs> That went south really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, I always have to say something on every episode that makes everybody kind of go, huh. Steal your kids. <laughs> you know, he probably, anyways. It's he probably said that we're forcing them to drink salt water earlier. True. Yeah, but that would probably make him happy because he wants to make them walk the plank or something. Okay. Um, top three attractions at that park for your family, not necessarily for you. Um. Okay. So... I think Small World, Space Mountain, and I am going to say do attractions include character meets or just rides? Um, you know what? Yeah, character meets are cool, too. Which one? Okay. So they have a, a princess meet there that includes Cinderella, Cinderella, Ariel, and Snow White. Mm-hmm. And Isla completely lost her mind. Like, it was the greatest moment of her life. Oh, wow. Did you... It's right near um, It's right near Sleeping Beauty's castle, right? Yeah, okay. it is. Okay. Did you happen to go into Sleeping Beauty's castle afterwards? We did. Uh, we didn't do it right after, but we did it a couple days later. And we did the walkthrough. Okay. Um, which which is more steps than I felt like it should have been. <laughs> but I thought it was cute. Did you? It is cute. It, it, it's it's completely adorable. I know Stacy. That was one of the highlights of her trip that didn't quite make the itinerary. I right? am still really mad about that. Did, yeah. And yeah, I'm going to continue to bring it up on every Disneyland trip that we get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like so bitter about that still. I'm just like I can't believe that they did it and didn't tell me. And then I was like, oh, that's too bad. We we didn't do this. And then they're like, oh yeah, we did it already. What? Who does that? <laughs> it's a great act of husband villainy. I I, I can it was appreciate. So mean. I can appreciate <laughs> like, that. Of course you didn't push it. You'd already done it. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, what we Stop learned about my that kids. is okay. so we had the stroller with us and. I think actually she might have been asleep at that point. Um, so we tried to do there's an accessible version off to the other side, and it's literally just a room and it plays the video. And I'm like, this is not what I came to look at. So Joe actually missed out on our trip because Brady and I got to walk up, and Joe sat downstairs with the stroller. So what was well, he can be better now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your son's favorite attraction on that day? What was he His looking forward to? Was- Oh, I, I can't believe I didn't even talk about this. So he wasn't sure he was going to ride the Matterhorn after he had talked it up. And 
I had to really convince him, like, dude, you've been talking about this for months. You have to at least try it. And he tried it, and it was his favorite thing. We had to ride it six times during the trip. Oh, wait, wait a minute. You said he wrote the Matterhorn six times? <laughs> yes. Oh, and he is- to be young and have legs that aren't bruised and backs that aren't bruised on that trip. Yeah. And so, Chris, to be clear, because he won't ride by himself, like, I had to ride three times, and Joe had to ride three times. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's an outside version. It's a sweetheart of a ride, and it's fun, and it's historic. But it's like, it's like oh, maybe once or twice will be just good enough for me. Yeah. You know? My- well, by the end of the trip, we're like, do you want to take him? I don't mind waiting here. Will you take him? We were trying to talk the other one into it. So the first time I rode the attraction, of course, it's the first time, obviously, I'm doing it. And I've got it, like, uh, I don't know if it's on Facebook Live or if it's on Periscope. And uh, my friend Greg, Greg Nevis, responded back, you're going on the Batterhorn? Like the bruised and Batterhorn? And I was like, what are you talking about? And after I got off the ride, I was like, oh, yes, (laughs) you are right. That is the Batterhorn. So, Mm -hmm. um, all right. So day three now, back at a park or going elsewhere? What are you doing then? We are back at a park. Mm -hmm. And this was the day we were eligible for a magic morning. Um, so if you have tickets, I think, of three three days or more, you are eligible, even though you're not staying on property, for what's called a magic morning. It's essentially like an extra magic hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went to the park at 645, which was 845 for us because we're central time people, and waited um, to get in at 7. And this was probably one of the lowlights of our trip. Mm-hmm. It was so not worth it there were only a couple lands open i think they opened Tomorrowland and fantasy land okay and i don't i don't know how i missed that in my months of planning um but like every line was a half hour or better and it was just miserable mm. okay that's uh, good to know yeah. yeah so on this day was they were they all repeats? Did everything you do you had done pre- previous, or was there any, anything new on this day? Yeah, we did a couple new things. Um, we actually that this was the first day we got to meet Mickey Mouse, um, so we hadn't gotten to do that yet. And on the line to meet Mickey Mouse, we actually found out um, we had put in an offer for um, a DVC contract before we left. And so on the line to meet Mickey Mouse, we found out we passed right of first refusal. Yay. So that was an exciting moment That's for us. That's special. I was like, Oh, we're, and then we're going to meet Mickey. Um, and then we rode, I, I think that's the day we rode jellyfish too. We were trying to hit, hit some of the other ones. And then we did, um, the Disney junior dance party over at, California Adventure. I wanted to try to get that in for Isla. Nice. That was cute. Did you did you guys like that? We did. Um, it is like the almost the same exact version as the one they have in Hollywood Studios right now. Mm-hmm. So we had done it before, but she was younger when we did it. Yeah. And she so kids that age change so much even from week to week yes. and so this was the time she decided that she was a big girl and she left our family 
and walk <laughs> to the front of the stage. Oh, I and love I'm, it. Like, my son would never do anything like that. So I don't know how to parent this way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is she safe? Is she going to run away? Can you see her? <laughs> can you see her hair? <laughs> and Joe's like, I can see her. It's fine. I can see her. And she, she was good. Like, she kept turning around to make sure we were still there. But Aww, she was just so going to live her best life up there by the Disney Junior characters. That's, that's ad- great. That's adorable. Oh, gosh. So at the end of that date, in any of the park days you had, did you have any reservations beside the Plaza Inn that were like sit-down restaurants, or did you have a combination for your family? Yeah, we did. Um, We tried to do like something special essentially every day. So on that day, we had a reservation at Blue Bayou, and we did the Fantasmic Dining Package. You're brave. See, I don't have that courage because at least – a few years ago with my kids age I always felt like if I'm making a reservation at 5 o'clock what if they're not hungry or what if they're really tired and like that's a $150 meal mm-hmm. I gotta be sure so both and Stacy does that too you guys are brave in ways I'll never know because I'm like yeah we'll just go to the quick service option <laughs> I could time this one a little better so like when people are like oh yeah you don't like to plan things part of it's strategic because I've got to be able right. to kind of deal with the ebbs and flows what do you think of Blue Bayou because Stacy you were like you went but like you weren't blown away right yeah our kids were a little bit at at just weird ages for it there just wasn't a lot of choices for kids who are eating adult meals but have still kid palate type things gotcha so it was a little bit difficult for our family how'd you guys like it honestly it was our worst meal of the trip oh man like include including quick service and we ate at pizza planet one day oh okay so hang on let's let we we were going to go past this day but now i want to i want to visit this better (laughs) so blue bayou is the restaurant attached to the pirates attraction and you legitimately sit almost like in the front of the ride where the ride starts queuing and the boat starts going into the bayou before it actually takes the descent down. So, like, you're literally eating in the attraction. So, it's legendary, and it's been there forever. What went wrong? Um, so, I think that was, like, the only cool part of it. The food just was not good for us at all. Um, I probably ate a third of what was on my plate. And... I think what Stacy experienced with it being limited, I felt that way even for the adults menu. Um, and it was just really rushed. Uh, I was looking back through my pictures to do my show notes for this call, and there's probably, we were in there for less than an hour. It was just like they were trying to turn the tables so quickly. You didn't get to enjoy it or experience anything. And then just the food was awful. Okay. Can I ask you the next question then is, yeah, how, how much did that meal cost? A lot of money. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was for, so we don't have to pay for Isla yet. So for the three of us for the dining package, it was would tip over $200. Oh, man. For one hour yeah. to feel rushed. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we've got two families now with ages and Stacy's, I mean, Sophie's 16 at this mm-hmm. point yep so from 16 down to britta's age which so britta is she was four at the time four yeah. and you've got an eight-year-old and a two-year-old and mm-hmm. even the adults had a hard time finding it. so i'm not squashing the blue bayou but we have two 
Disney hardcore fans here that have had a miserable experience. So maybe give really good research into the Google reviews and the menus if you're going to go to Disneyland before you pick the Blue Bayou. Um, we tried, and like, the woman looked at I, I I happened to walk up nice and casually, like, oh, what do you got for five? And she was like, yeah, <laughs> like, like a month from now. you know. So I knew that wasn't going to happen. So we ended up eating at the Hungry Bear. Uh, a couple of times, which is at the very end by Pooh's Corner there at the very end of the park. Mm -hmm. And we bought some bread bowls from earlier up, you know, uh, uh, up in the the row there, and we brought the bread bowls back, and we had a great time at Hungry Bear. That just worked out well for my family when we went. So quick service, it can be just fine. We also add at the... um, I'm going to screw the name of Is it Rancho de Zocalo? Is that the restaurant right now, too, as well, where it's like the Mexican, it's Casa de Fritos? Mm-hmm. Yep. We had a really good meal there, too, as well. And that one, you know, you, you pretty much can just walk right up as well, too. So that's a quick service option there, too. So. Yeah, um, we had a, a great meal at Holly Jolly Bakery, actually. Nice. Yeah, that place is really good, too. Nice. Nice. <clears throat> okay. What else did you do on this trip? Because I know you were away from the Disney parks as well, too. What were some of the highlights of California? Um, so we did a beach day and we did a like LA day. Okay. So our, our beach day, we started at Huntington beach. Um, and that was really cool. There was a, a lot to see there. Um, just honestly from a people watching perspective and the beach is nice and there's a pier. Um, and then we got in the car and drove down Pacific coast highway and we were trying to find there's a beach um down in laguna that has a pirate tower built on it but it is really hard to get to and we were in the area and just kind of decided you know what it's not going to be worth it to try to find a parking spot and then go down all these steps so we wound up going back to um it's part of crystal cove state park and there's a a couple different areas but we wound up i think it was the moro canyon part and it was the most beautiful beach I've ever seen in my life. And so we were just so excited to be there. And we were maybe one of 15 families on the whole beach. Wow. That's awesome. Sand, mm-hmm. surf, background scenery. What made it beautiful? Um, so it, it's like down in Laguna, they have all the cliffs. Um, so it, it was kind of sandwiched in between two of those. And just a um, beautiful beach, the surf coming in, like California coastline. It was great. Okay. Describe LA Day. What does that mean? So, LA Day was interesting. Um, <laughs> and it, I think, Stacey, probably I should have listened to some of the, the wisdom you had when you did your, <laughs> your trip report a little better. But um, we tried to do a bunch of different things. Some of those things worked out, some of them didn't. So, we spent some time in the Grove. Um, which is kind of like an outdoor shopping center. And that was fine. Um, We saw uh, our thing was, we were like, Oh, we'll go to the farmer's market, which is next to there. And that that's a madhouse. So we just kind of walked through there and wound up eating at a regular restaurant in the Grove. Um, And then we, I wanted to see Beverly Hills. So I made my husband drive me through Beverly Hills. I did not see any celebrities, but I did see a paparazzi, but he wouldn't stop the car so I could jump out and figure out who was around. (laughs) Um, And we really wanted to go up to Griffith Park and do the observatory, but uh, there at the bottom of Griffith Park, or the base of Griffith Park, I guess, is the Greek Theater, 
And there was a show there that night. And so you couldn't park anywhere near it. And it would have been probably like an over an hour hike up to the observatory with the kids. So um, what we wound up doing is on the other side of Griffith Park, you can ride ponies. um, And they have a train there that's a kid's train. But the track is like a mile long. And it was actually pretty interesting um because you're on this little kid train for like 10 minutes so we did a a couple of things like that but we tried to do some more of the touristy stuff around the walk of fame and just really did not have a great experience with the kids so i wish we hadn't have even tried to do that i got two food questions for you around la did you happen stacy you too did you happen to stop off at pink's hot dogs by any chance we did not. No. Okay. And what about Randy's Donuts? We didn't make it to Randy's. We did go to Trejo's Tacos, though, which I would highly recommend. Oh, Danny Trejo's Tacos Place? Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Randy's Donuts, Stacy, is the one that you see, like, in the Simpsons cartoons where the donuts have oh, uh-huh. a, a big 40-foot donut in the air. And they're open 24 hours a day. They got, like, 40 different varieties. So I'm sure it would cost me... 20 bucks for the dozen and probably another 50 bucks for merchandise if I walked there so I know that and Pink's Hot Dogs <laughs> is one that's always visited by a bunch of like celebrities from um, you know from the, the, the movie companies and from like the networks that yeah. are right there so and they've got like we went to a fancy posh coffee shop that I can't remember the name of it was but Sophie sees it on Instagram all the time and the coffee was absolutely disgusting so that was what we did <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it tasted sorry. like it. T- I didn't even know what it was. I was just like, "What is this?" And it's it's even she was kind of like, "Ah, yeah, this isn't very good." And you are a, co- you're a coffee drinker too, as well. So yeah, it was really weird. I mean, like she tried to order like a normal drink. They're like, "Oh no, we don't serve those here." Like, you're thinking of something else, and I think it was like a latte or something like that. It's very strange. So it's like, okay, this is LA right here. This is LA. You're like, dang it, woman. I just want a cup of coffee. Just give me a cup of coffee. Okay. Um, So the whole trip, is this going to become a regular thing for you guys? Uh, Because, I mean, obviously your APs are going to be renewed over at Walt Disney World. Would you ever consider Mm -hmm. getting a premier AP or one that you can go to both coasts? Or is this a once in every five, six, seven, ten year type thing for you? I, yeah, I don't think it's an every year thing for us, um, but probably every couple of years. Um, I, we were talking about, like, if we have self-control, which is debatable, we'd love to be able to do Disney World one year and then the following year do, like, either Disneyland or Alani or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um but I know us, and that probably will not happen, so we'll just squeeze the other ones in when we can. Okay. Disneyland or Magic Kingdom? Ooh. Um, I will go Disneyland. You know what? You're not the only person. Scott Gerke said the same thing, and I said the same thing. Stacy, what do you think? Disneyland or Magic Kingdom? Oh, Disneyland for sure. Right? It, it somehow it just yeah. captures. I, I don't know what it is. And it's not like, ooh, this is new and exciting. There's something about it. And I can't put my finger on it. And I'm a strong supporter of California Adventure. So rank California Adventure. Let's take let's take Disneyland and Magic Kingdom. You've got your four parks now. You've got three at Florida and, and California. Rank that in terms of 
parks from from worst to best? Oh, um, so I I think for me this list is subject to change depending on what's going on. Because mm-hmm. um, Hollywood Studios would have probably been the worst, but I was just there recently, okay. and it it feels like a park again instead of a construct construction zone. Okay. Um, but Epcot is so tore up right now. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know that I could live with myself if I put Epcot last. No, but. no judgment. Well, no, no judgment. Based upon right now, if you had to go tomorrow, yeah. you, we were going on yeah. a trip. So, and so if I yeah, if I was going tomorrow, I would probably do Epcot last, um, then Hollywood Studios, then. Magic Kingdom, then California Adventure, um, Animal Kingdom, and then Disneyland would be first. Wow, so you bring them all in there. So you put California Adventure above Magic Kingdom. Boom. Stacy, what do you think? Bring, bring all <laughs> yeah, this six. Is, this is really hard. I would have a very similar list. Um, but I would say if I could have a perfect park, it would be Disneyland, California Adventure, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. Like that would be my perfect, my perfect Disney. <laughs> you just need all parks. <laughs> that's cheating, though. I know that's cheating. If I so if I could have a perfect park, it'd be four parks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Resort. Resort of. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Anyways, so <laughs> I would say I agree with you with Epcot right now it's I love it so much it's like one of my favorites but I would probably in its current state right now maybe have to put that last as well Mm. um so maybe Epcot and then for me it would probably be Animal Kingdom then Hollywood Studios then Magic Kingdom then California Adventure and then Disneyland wow so Disneyland and California Adventure might be interchangeable, though. Agreed. California Adventure, which was once like the Hollywood Studios of California, was like, oh, that's kind of not really great anymore. That's a fantastic option. Like, it's a great park. So, look, we are Florida. We are Walt Disney World nerds. You know, we've that that's our home park. And, like, one or two trips to Disneyland makes you realize... <gasps> It's almost better over here. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's good. So good. It's really good. So if you if you are an East Coast loyalist, go to the West Coast and try it once. And yes, we love the Magic Kingdom. We're not going to bash it. And we love Florida, even though it just sounded kind of like we did. But anyways, <laughs> California, Disneyland, California Adventure are fantastic. Um, what did we miss, Jen? What did we miss that you'd like to say before we, uh, we bring it to a close? Yeah, I, I think um, the big thing that we didn't talk about was we got to do the Halloween party when we were out there. Okay. Um, and we had done Mickey's Not So Scary probably four or five years ago. And we, so this was Oogie Boogie Bash, and it was the first year in California Adventure instead of it being the Mickey's uh, Halloween party in Disneyland. And it was so good. Um, it It was a lot better we thought than Mickey's not so scary and it was just so over the top awesome we were so glad we did it well that's great news because we just released a trip report from Tamara who went to the Halloween party and she did not enjoy her experience Mm -hmm. so it'll be really good for her to hear this about uh, Oogie Boogie's bash there that maybe that's just slightly different so 
outstanding. Um, candy, yeah. candy everywhere, overcrowded, low wait times. Tell me, tell me something good and bad about it. Yeah, it, so candy everywhere. Um, they have immersive trick or treat trails. So at the they have several trick or treat trails, but at the end of five of them are characters, and they were like good characters. So they had Maleficent, the um, evil queen. Uh, Dr. Facilier, Oogie Boogie, and then um, the Mad Hatter. So it was just super, like I said, super over the top and immersive, and everybody was very into it. Um, so we really enjoyed that. And we didn't focus a lot on rides. We rode a few, um, but I think overall the wait times were, were pretty low. Most everything was walk-on. I think, um, you know, something there the highest probably you would wait would probably be guardians and that was like 20 minutes um but just there were characters everywhere and then they had in that redwood creek challenge trail Mm -hmm. or redwood challenge trail um they had what's called villains grove and there were no characters but they just completely rethemed that and it was supposed to be like the villains lair and you walk through that and it, it was just some really cool stuff so um i was really excited to be there and just totally thrilled with the theming and how well done it was. What what time could you get into the park? Um, well, Chris, <laughs> they would tell you that you could get in three hours before. So the party started at six, so that would make it three. But I um, made my family go at two o'clock and I was like, well, let's just see. And they said, no, you can't get in until three hours before. And I'm like, okay. Um, they let us in at 2.30, so I was glad we were there, and we had our, our bags for trick-or-treating and our wristbands within, like, three minutes of entering the park, and then had three and a half hours just to do stuff before the party, so it was great. Nice. Nice. Stacy, do you have any questions that I've missed today? Because we, we, love, we, we so. love hearing Disneyland trip reports. Yes. No, this was really, really fantastic, and it really makes me want to go back again. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, Jen, if anyone's got any questions, how can they get a hold of you? If they have any Disneyland questions, where's the best way? Sure. Uh, the best way to get a hold of me is probably in the Edcock group on Facebook. Yes, you can also find us on Facebook at the WW Review or on Instagram, and uh, we work hard to get back to questions as fast as we can and here's why we can answer those questions because stacy drove to disneyland you got questions on driving there from the midwest (laughs) taking that uh adventurous trip stacy's got answers for that and a lot of us are flyers so we can answer those questions as well they might not be the right answers but you're gonna get answers one way or another so feel free to uh to fire them away at us so for my friend Stacy and for my friend Jen, we'd like to thank you and have a great day. Bye, everyone. Thank you, guys. <laughs>